This copyrighted podcast of the James Perspective has been paid for and funded by James M. Wilkerson. Any rebroadcast, reproduction, or other use of this podcast are a permutation and combination of words and sentences used in this podcast without the express written consent of James M. Wilkerson and the James Perspective is strictly prohibited. Good morning. Good morning. Hello. Good yeah, it took us two podcasts to get the Legal Monday in. It took us twice to get the introduction today. Well, that's because you had some production instructions you didn't follow. So. Well, you know, every podcast until this is done, including the Wednesday podcast, I'm going to update on what I think about Ann Rand and her book, and it'll just be short. But it occurred to me how much she ripped off Gone with the Wind. Okay. I agree. Francisco is 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 Rhett Butler. Ah. Dagny is 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 Scarlet. Now they, they, she does mix and match the who's sleeping with whom, but um, the the characters are, are very very similar. Who are the Charleston twins? Hmm. You know they're probably in there. Okay. I got to them yet? I'm, I mean, I'm only 700 pages into a night. Yeah, he's barely scratched the surface of the book. Who's Frank? Frank Burns? No, frankly, my dear, I don't give it. Oh. oh, that's Rhett Butler. Who's Francisco? Yeah, that's, that's Francisco. That's Francisco. Anyway, it's um, it, it's it's a good book, but he even had the the monologue. You know how he had that monologue before uh, they were all smoking cigarettes after the first part of the ball, you know, at Twelve Oaks, mm-hmm. and they and he starts saying, uh, Rhett starts saying that they're going to lose the war, and Hamilton wants to fight him. That's that's that that scene happened. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody threw a vase afterwards. No, that's the best part. Yeah. So they just cut out the best part. Wow. <laughs> okay, so we're going to be talking about today. Um, Witchcraft. Sissy Spacek and her mother cooking. I uh, I have got to say this that that movie is one of the best casted movies ever because they killed John Revolta and they let Amy Irving live. Well, we're not talking about Carrie. Her mom cooked for her. And there was, like, there was witchcraft going on in it. Oh, absolutely. And girls being locked in closets. Absolutely. They are. Oh, absolutely. And everything. Blood, like, I think. Pig blood, right? Specifically. Mm-hmm. Pig blood. We got that. Um, dead bodies everywhere. Yeah. See? Child trafficking. If that principle would have stopped that, then we wouldn't be talking about Aaron Brockovich today. That was like the beginning of Aaron Brockovich. You know, but. No, Marina Abramovich. That's it. Yes. Marina Abramovich. She is. She's an Abramovich. She's Yugoslavian. Which Abramovich? No, Abramovich. Okay. Like Bramable. All right. Abramovic. I'm gonna let you talk. Yes, she is. She is Yugoslavian. She was born during times of serious troubles, obviously because she's from Eastern Europe. Um. And sorry, you were moving around and I was like, is he coming towards me for some reason? Okay, so she was born November 30th, which is surprisingly important for some reason, but she was born November 30th, 1946. Um, Her parents were both in the military and according to her, had the most romantic meeting fairy tale. I think she even said it was like a fairy tale princess story, basically. It was not, um, they were both uh at the front lines of whatever war it was and 
at one point, this is according to Marina, her mom was wounded and her dad sees an angel on the ground, basically, and goes and saves her, um, brings her to the hospital. Oh, hey, man. So, uh, so he saves her. And then, um, a few months or whatever later, she's out in the battlefield again. She's feeling better and has her legs back. I don't know if anything ever actually happened to her legs, but she's walking around and she sees an injured soldier and it's her, the, uh, Marina's father this time. And, um, they tried to take his watch. Did she? No, she did not try to take his watch. So she goes to save him. Well, I think that this was the one where um, he was losing blood and they didn't have anybody with the same blood type except for her. So she donated her blood to him, which I mean, like that, that kind of fantasy meeting, which I don't know if it's actually a fantasy meeting, like I'm assuming it because it just seems so theatrical. Sounds like an art installation. Yeah, exactly. Um, Bad novel. But it also would make sense that it would lead to Marina Abramovic being born um, because the sharing of the blood and stuff. Well, not not like through the blood, but just, just if you're going to have parents, they would be the type that would share blood, assuming like kind of for her. <laughs> Um, yeah, that, that'll become more important as we go. Yeah. Yeah. yeah blood becomes very important. Very important. Um, blood and fire. And, and just weird connections with your partners. So mm-hmm. she gets born eventually and her parents do not have a good relationship. Some would say it's a very unhealthy relationship. Um, her mom was extremely abusive. Her dad was kind, but he would have affairs and his little blonde women would go like they would take her on the date. She would get little toys and stuff from the little blonde women who were trying to make their lover happy. And she'd bring it back home and tell her mom, the beautiful blonde woman gave this to me. So the mom would smash the toy and punish everybody in the house for it. Okay, I got, I got some more story. Like uh-huh. we're offshore. Uh-huh. This guy, uh-huh. he worked like a monk. We were, we were doing a construction job and he went in and he came back and he was all upset. And I said, what's wrong? He said, his daughter asked him, how come every time you come home, our other daddy has to leave? <laughs> yeah, he did it whenever our other father leaves. <laughs> wow, that would suck. He's funner. What a, what a way. <laughs> Jeez. Um, I think that for the first Six years of her life, though, she's primarily raised by her grandmother. So she had six relatively good years. Yes. <laughs> um, and let's see. She was she went to a um, some kind of church school, I think. I'm pretty sure. But her she she was raised in the Orthodox religion. Mm-hmm. Are reared, I guess. Maybe raised, because I think that she would enjoy being compared to animals. Great uncle. Um, <laughs> considering she stared at a donkey for how many hours one time? Yeah, there was, was a lot. Mm-hmm. Are you talking about her ex-boyfriend? No. Oh, a Democrat. Okay. Um, stared at Democrats. <laughs> no, she stared at a donkey for four to six hours. And that was their art. Just casual, like staring at the donkey. Uh, who doesn't do that? that in their life? You know, yesterday, I'm going to make a little bit of a pitch here. Yesterday, we went to La Bamba to eat at lunch, and we talked about this. But but I got to say this first that I love that restaurant because they run it right. They they have low overhead. They owners in the kitchen cooking and whatnot. But they came up with this specialty menu, and it has this burrito. What's it called? Barilla. 
Uh, Berea. Berea. That thing is amazing. Yeah, they have a menu is amazing, right? Yeah. They have a special menu. Yeah, they have the whole line of Berea. Berea. Um, it's br- basically beef brisket cooked in a Mexican tradition. And by far, that's the best Mexican food I've ever had. Yeah. Even, even traditional. That stuff is good. They, I love that it's, restaurant. And again, it's, it's a very, hole in the wall. It's very evil. Come to us, and that's where you need to go. Yeah. Come to us, and you need to go to La Bamba. They don't, they don't have, they not spend as much on their buildings as other people, but their food is awesome. Now, while we were there, we had a quiet time, and we were talking, and I said, I'm not sure I want to hear all this tomorrow. Well, now you're hearing it. You're... Demonic stuff freaks me out. Well, it's it's art. <laughs> we'll call, let's just we can get into it. Okay, okay. we just scratched the surface, and you're you're already bringing in your you'll see, you'll see what we haven't even got there yet. Okay. Yeah, you well, haven't even scratched the surface yet. Yeah. I would rather talk about burritos, but okay. Okay. Um. So we'll get there. She she grew up um with a lot of art. Like she was encouraged. I think that was the one good thing that her mom did for her. Is what she said was that she encouraged Marina to. Um, draw and paint and take lessons and sing and everything like that. Um, but one of the most uh, profound like ways that art was introduced to her was through her first art instructor. He was a, I guess they did painting, but he was creating this uh, picture of, um, I guess like a sunset, but he put some stuff on it and set it on fire. And he said, now that's a sunset. And that really hit her in a, a new kind of way of like, oh, you're not just using um, the materials that people often use. You're actually putting like liveliness in it, I guess, like your own personal whatever. Um, so that happened. Showmanship. Hmm? Showmanship. Yeah. Yeah. Performance, if we could call it. Maybe performance. Yeah, that's a great. That's a great way of describing it. Uh, like performance. Nope. No, that's dancing. That's that's very different. That's that's a that's a traditional way of going about things. So her mom, she ends up going back to her parents' house, and her mom um, would find any reason to abuse her. Basically, uh, like spanking her. More than that. I think, um, what was it? She was explaining the, the different, uh, hand gestures that her mom had. And one of them was the slap. So I guess she would slap her around and stuff. Um, they were Serbian. So I mean, like, obviously, oh. Slavia, but they were Serbian. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, so we should understand. Okay. Dramatic. Yes. Dramatic, dark, and, um. I know the religion now, too. You all you had to tell me. Yeah. So. They, so she's dealing with that, but she also gets locked in the closet. And this was one that I thought was really interesting because it was kind of just mentioned passing by. She locked in a dark closet for several hours and she would start seeing and hearing voice, like, I guess, like creatures, basically. That was depicted well in Carrie. And they were kind to her. Um, they were? They were kind to her. So she actually, yeah, she, she felt embraced by these whatever spirits creatures. were inside of the closet. Yeah. I think she called them creatures. Mm-hmm. She didn't call them anything else. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the, the breaking point of the family's marriage was during one of their anniversaries. I think it was like I think they made it like 18 years or something like that. They were doing pretty good. But she, what was it? She, they, they had a bunch of champagne glasses and 
her dad asked her to come into the kitchen, asked Marina to come into the kitchen. Hey, let's do some cleaning, which she said was surprising because her dad never cleaned. And I thought about you, but you do now. So like, it's not surprising anymore. Clean dishes. He did not like that. I said that. I have got to get a new publicist. Charlotte is far, far a better publicist than I am. I, I know that. I've we seen it. reputation people as publicists, right? It has nothing to do with publicists, yeah, PR. No, it has nothing to do with your PR. It has to do with what I've observed during my life. And no, I, what I'm saying now is that you clearly improved because you do dishes all the time. Oh, no. What you need is 1984 to rewrite history. Well, they were cleaning the dishes and... At one point, the dad, I don't know if it was accidentally or intentionally, I feel like it was an accident at first, one of the glasses slipped out of his hand. And the mom comes in and just yells at him for the longest time, and he just sits there the entire time looking at her. Yes, dear. And, yes, exactly. But then it gets a little bit more fun after that. Oh, good. He, he basically, she stops screaming. He says, are you done? And she said, yes. And so he grabs another champagne glass and breaks it. That's the way you handle that. Yes. He, so he breaks it, and then he starts doing it immediately with the rest of the glasses. All I don't know if I break them all, but I'm breaking this. I broke 12 glasses. That's a good idea. I'm going to remember that one. Yeah. Done, dear. Good marriage. Oh. I'm glad I listened now. Good. Marriage tips from Santana <laughs> Grown. All right. Bye. She, yeah, so that was, that was, that marked the end of the marriage, the actual end where they divorced sort, shortly after. Uh, and I think, let's see, somewhere around this time, she starts going to the Academy of Fine Arts and starts learning about all of her artistic expressions. But was something else that I wanted to say, I'm sorry, really quickly that I forgot about this. So she grew up in a communist world, obviously, but she, she described her mom as more of the rich communist who enjoyed it theoretically. Who is John Galt? Okay. She enjoyed it theoretically, but she really didn't have to um see much of it she wasn't as passionate about it i guess but the dad was from a working class and he was very passionate about communism um so she grew up with communist parents and it's weird because throughout her life it's kind of hard to tell whether she was communist or not because a lot of her art had to do with communist themes and like that goes all the way up until 2015 so we're in the 70s right now late 60s, early 70s, but up until 2015, 2019, I can't remember, late time, um, she's still doing communist and Satanist stuff. That's, that's, a, that's a synonym. That's okay. You know what? Fair. Yes, that's true. She also messes with crystals. We'll get to that later. Yeah. Bunch of crystals. Mm-hmm. A lot. She has a whole video on crystals. It is insane. It is insane. It is, it is insane. That's all I can say. She goes. She starts going to the Academy of Fine Arts. I think she gets uh, married around that time, and she starts doing weird art things. And I think it started with. That's an. I mean, that's a synonym too. Okay. Well, <laughs> this is performance art. Oh, not mm -hmm. not painting. Now we're getting into. Yeah. So she realized that performance was the best way to express herself. She didn't want to be bound by traditional artistic expressions and forms and everything she didn't like painting wasn't her thing um i think that she does sing but she wanted like to put her full body her full person into what she was doing so it starts with rhythm 10 in 1973 what rhythm 10 we excited about it i think we should be really pumped up everybody rhythm get excited number 10 right? rhythm 10 no rhythm 10 rhythm 10 rhythm 10 
<laughs> Let's see how many more times we can do You're leaving me wordless. So there's a Russian game where you put your specified your five fingers out. If you have five, if you have four, it's four oh, yeah, fingers yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. Yes. And you get, she had, I think it was 20 knives that she had out, spread out in front of her. And she's on a um, blanket kind of thing. It's white. And she puts her hand out. And it's a Russian drinking game where you get the knife and you, as fast as you can, hit the knife between your fingers. And I just realized by doing that, like, I can see how small the insides of my fingers are. So that would really hurt me all the time. So she goes through all 20 knives, um, and it's being recorded with audio at this point. I think it's, like, video and audio. No. But the, the audio is important because that that's the second part of the act. So she gets all 20 knives and goes through. And Every time she cuts herself with one of the knives, she changes knives. She, yeah, she changes knives, but she also... So she has to get 29 wounds. I don't know. It's... She gets a lot of wounds. A lot. Just by the end of it, her hands are bloody. But... She makes a cry, like she cries out every time she does that. And it's happening really fast. And once she finishes the 20 knives, what happens is they reset everything. And they she plays back the audio that she just recorded of herself doing the whole knife thing. And when playing it back, the goal kind of is to do it exactly the same, including the cuts and the sounds. Yeah. Play it backwards. Did it say Paul is dead? Okay. That's a whole other day. Yes. So we're we're not going to get into that. So that was, that was one of the first things that she did. And there was, there was a rhythm series. So it was things that were very similar. Uh, Rhythm five people say is very satanic where, she had a giant well, – she, she says that there were two stars. We could only see one star because we're normal people. In fact, at one point, she was talking – What are you doing? I'm sorry. Guys. At one point, she was – On its own. At one point, she was um, – As I looked at it. <laughs> I just lost my train of thought. Oh, yes, yeah, so Yeah, sorry. No, 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 I'm not worried about it. At one point, she was talking – she was giving an interview, <laughs> and – um, she said, what do you, what do you think about this? Like, what do normal people think about this? So she obviously likes that distinction of her versus yeah, normal people. Normal. So there's a star out. All right, we can start with this. I've heard enough to know she's not normal. Yes. There's a star out. She puts a bunch of she makes wood. She point star that has a channel around the, you know, the whole star that has... The wood. Yes, it's been soaked in... And the middle is open. It's been soaked in um, fuel. And anyway, so she goes around to this thing, sets it on fire, starts clipping her hair and nails, throws it in the fire. It makes a little pizzazzle every time it happens. And then she gets in the middle of the star eventually. Um, Lays down. Yeah, and and so she's the second star. That's why everybody sees one star. No. None of this is sexual, actually. Literally... I would say, actually, literally none of... Wait, is that what he said? He said laid. Something that I do think about is interesting about all of her performances is it really is not actually sexual. Like, there, yes, there is some nudity sometimes, but it's... It's if you're ugly enough, it's not just sexual. satanic. Okay. No, I actually think that she's very pretty. She's not ugly. Yeah, exactly. So don't don't no. talk about things that you don't know about. She's attractive. All right. Let she me gets there. in the middle of the star and is just laying there. Well, the the fire is creeping towards her, 
anyway, the fire's creeping towards her, and people realize that it's about to get to her leg, and she's not moving. And they think that, um, I guess they got really freaked out about it. They realized that she had passed out in the middle of the star because there was a lack of oxygen in there, and they went to save her. And she got kind of irritated about the whole thing because she, her, in her mind, she wants to be conscious throughout all of her performances and to have um, an interaction with everybody but she wasn't able to do that unconscious this time. So she starts thinking, how can I still interact with people while I'm unconscious? He was all about pushing physical limits. Yes. Yes. Leading, flipping into con- unconsciousness. Mm-hmm. So then this starts with next is rhythm two, where she's going to, she says, I'm going to start playing around with consciousness. Um, this is one where she would run towards a fan and take in as much air as she could until she passed out. And I guess I don't, I don't really understand that one. I still don't understand it. I've listened to her talk about it several times. And it's just like, I feel like you're being a masochist right now. I think that she just enjoys self-harm and messing around with her body. Um, Which one was this? I'm sorry. That was actually rhythm. That was rhythm four. Rhythm two is the one that I was, I, I thought that I was getting, but that wasn't it. It was, um, oh, rhythm two is even worse. Rhythm two, you have two pills. One's a red pill and one's a blue pill. I'm just kidding. There's two pills. Which rhythm was in Atlanta? She has two pills. One of them is taken for people who are catatonic to get them to kind of start moving again. The other one is for people who have severe anger issues or schizophrenia and stuff like that to calm them. So she takes the first pill first time. And basically, I think for like 50 minutes her body is involuntarily moving and uh, she's conscious through the entire time where it's just, she has no control over her body because obviously this pill is for catatonics and she's not catatonic. So it's doing some weird stuff to her. Then she takes the second pill after those symptoms die down. And I think that that one lasted around five hours where she was basically in a drugged out state and her conscious was kind of like in a distance, I guess. And she was just staring at the crowd for five hours, kind of half smiling because she's drugged out. So she's really innovative, doing cool things over there. Basically, what uh, you know, those people who get put on the drug trials, like they're the first humans to test out whatever drugs, that's what she was doing. Um, and then you got rhythm zero and that's the big one where this is actually how I found her and why I started looking into her because I thought this was too much of an act, but she goes into her room, um, with a black shirt and black pants on and there's, there are the instructions. I don't know the specific instructions, but they're very famous. Give us a gist. Yeah, the gist is that there's 72 items on a table. You can use literally any of them on me, and there will be no consequences. And she's totally on laying down, not moving. She was standing up at first, but she later on. Yeah, she basically she's not moving though the entire time. She's not moving. She's not reacting. Passive scene. Exactly. Now, are there? She's doing this in front of people. Yes, yeah, so a large crowd of it's people. This is an Ital- in Italia in Italy. Happened to be a loaded gun. 
How big are the venues? This was not huge at the time. There was it was I would say like the the size of like a it's like a good size advertise this. That was the big question that I had, and that's why I think some of this might be a little bit staged. Exaggerated. George and exaggerated. That. I don't think she was. Oh, no, no. Right. So, so this would have been like. This was back in, again, the 70s. Yeah. So. so okay. Well, it wasn't it big enough. It went back to the 40s. Yeah. And everybody. Sorry. But she, so yeah, it, it included, like the items included a rose, feather, honey, whip, olive oil, scissors, scalpel, gun with a single bullet, and a bunch of other things. I think she had like wine, water, bread. And it, she said, the way that she describes it, because they have pictures of it, I don't think, I don't think they have video. I haven't seen video at least. Mm. But it starts off with this crowd of people. And ultimately what she's showing is the destructiveness of humanity, like the evilness of humanity. And it starts off, people are kind to her. One woman gives her a rose. Some people give her water, wine, and stuff like that. Well, then the first person to come up and mess with her, I think that he, they wrote something on her head. Like they wrote end on her head, like the word end. And a guy comes up and slaps her in the face. And that's whenever she says it all went downhill, where basically they just all, in a mob mentality, went after her. Even though, I didn't, I don't know, like, with with that kind of freedom to do literally anything, I thought it was, this is going to sound horrible, it could have been a lot worse, I feel like. She, she was not... She was not raped. No. I would have used my freedom to walk out. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, she also said there was one man that stuck out to her that he just breathed heavy, went all the way around her, and then took the scissors and cut off all her clothes, cut off most of her clothes. Mm -hmm. So we cut off her top, and um, some other people, what was it? They one, one guy apparently got a razor that was there and cut her neck a little bit and drank some of her blood. But it wasn't, again, if you actually see the picture, it really wasn't a ton. It was like a... What I saw it was, was like a you're, you're not gonna you're not gonna make me say this isn't sick. No, 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 no I know, no. no I'm not saying that? it's sick. Wait, wait. What I'm saying I'll is be constipated. Can you let? Okay. What I'm saying is that they tried to make it seem like it was these humans coming out and doing the worst of the worst to a woman. And I just don't think that it was the worst of the worst. I think that it was bad, but I think some of it might have been staged, too. Probably you mind if I cut you on the neck with a razor blade tonight? Yes, I do. Thanks, sir. No, I'm, I'm saying that I think that some of it was staged. It definitely felt like it. And I think that she was just trying to get a reaction from, like, she's a, an upcoming artist who has no... Um, Following. Yes, and this this really was huge. Um, at one point, they put her at, a, like, yeah, at one point, they laid her down on a table, and somebody put a knife between her legs, but they didn't do anything to her. Um, I think they wrote... That's doing something to her. Well, they didn't do anything sexual. Yes, because people tried to say that she was almost raped, and it was like, was she really? Not raped. She's letting them. Yeah, well, that well, first of all, that, and second of all... Um, like she had her pants on and they had light. Like, I understand that's weird stuff, but at the same time, who are the people that you invited to this? Weird people. Thing. <laughs> okay. 
And then finally, somebody grabs the gun, and apparently they were pointing it at her first. It started off like some chaos where other people were trying to protect her, but then he gets the gun and puts it in her own hand and has her stand there for a while. And so that's one of the biggest, like, famous pictures of this whole experiment or artistic performance. And, um, I think there, the, another one of the biggest scenes was whenever a woman came up and she just started blotting away, um, Marina's tears. The old cat at the bomb before we get yes. it burrito. But they, and then, and then her explanation of how it ended was six hours are up and she gets out of the state, like shakes it off, looks at everybody and everybody's just so embarrassed and mortified and they run away from her. So it's just extremely, um, I don't know, emotional, but that's, that was, that was the kind of performance that she was doing around the time. And she caught the eye of her future lover, Uwe, that's later on, Uwe, he was from Amsterdam and he was really freaking weird. And the reason why her birthday was interesting is because he had the same birthday as her. So he was basically the male counterpart to her female and they loved that comparison of their energy. So they did a lot of things together. They really weren't weird. Oh. No, no, no. Can you stop that? They weren't weird. Can you let me finish? Like, they weren't weird in that they weren't dark. Like, they weren't as dark as the other things. Yeah, like, they did some strange stuff, but it had nothing to do with, like, I don't think they cut each other or anything like that. They did smash their bodies into each other, which is a little violent, but... And into columns, concrete columns. That? Which one was that one? I don't remember that one. She talked about it. Just because they couldn't get into the vain venue of this performance art that was very famous. They went to the garage and just started running into uh, posts together. Uh, you know, big concrete posts. Okay, that, that, that's that's true romance. Not, yeah, that's just true romance with each other. We, 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 that's why we go. The only reason we go to cities because we don't have that here. Yeah, you know, big call. But she can run it too. So, yeah, I, I forgot to mention this. Before she met this guy, because this was a big moment in whenever you talk about her involvement in Satanism and stuff, she got involved in a weird crowd for a second there where they did like, so, okay, okay, can we just, okay, can we take a pause? Because I know that you laugh every time I say weird. Whenever I'm saying weird, I'm saying weird in comparison to her and weird in that it is darker than just two people okay, yelling at each other. We're moving the Overton window of weirdness over here and saying this will be considered her norm. Yes, we're changing the definition of weird at this point because, yeah, you, you, you make that face every time I say weird, but I'm just trying to say well, this, this is, is what he does. fair enough to me, Sarah. Yes. You haven't said anything normal in the last whatever minutes we've been on this. Ever since I said exactly, so I can't really say everything is weird. So we have to have a def- like a boundary of what is weird for her, and I need to be able to use that word because that's one of the primary vocabulary words that I have. So they she she joined this group, and they actually were involved in some kind of weird Satanist stuff, and that involved drinking animal blood. So she described the the ritual, and it really was like a messed up version of a sacrifice basically uh where they had like pentagrams and i think that that was one where they they might have carved a pentagram in her or something like she that carved one itself yeah and she always called it a five-pointed star she never called it a pentagram yeah. like like that can swap it's a, a five-pointed star with a circle i mean it's, uh, i think that's a pentagram uh then get 
Yeah. yeah. She did it with a razor blade. Mm-hmm. She, because that's normal. So, and then she drinks animal blood during this time. There's also something weird with, like, I think it was water and uh some of the some of the stuff that they was doing it was extremely satanic like i don't remember the specifics of, specifics of it but it is interesting that she was heavily involved in that and for it was it was for a brief period she walked away from it before it ended actually she said that wasn't my style and then after that she goes to amsterdam and meets this guy and they do normal things together okay. <laughs> like tying their hair to, with each other's Great. And, no, they tie their hair back-to-back with each other and sit there for 16 hours Mm -hmm. breathing. Um, But, yeah, I I feel like, honestly, during his time that that guy was with her, they got into Buddhism, I know that. They got into, you know, feeling the energy of other people and in the room. And so, especially as, like, a Catholic, those things, we definitely see them as um, highly prohibited from any kind of practicing in the Catholic faith um, and that that kind of stuff leads to demonic activity, not necessarily demonic possession, but you're inviting demons to interact with you in your life. And if you actually watch videos of witches and stuff, like you you can find women who were witches and then they found Christianity and they'll describe their experience with um, dealing with other spirits and the way they explain them is like they became demonic. Like they would start off friendly and then later on say, um, you need to kill yourself basically. But so I, I feel like That's whenever ship I have with Lynn <laughs> friendly, and then you got to go. Not all opinions reflected on the James perspective are necessarily the opinions of the James perspective. <laughs> Dwayne's been remarkably quiet, but she, yeah. So, so she, like, I feel like that they were just inviting any kind of darkness like that into their lives, especially whenever it comes to, I had an actual experience. It wasn't just something that I felt like I had in my head or something or that I wanted to experience. It was like, no, these things are truly interacting with me. So they they were lovers for several years. They decided they wanted to get married on the Great Wall of China. Um, they tried to set it up with the Chinese what? government. Yes, wait, let me get into this. They were going to get married on the Great Wall of China. They tried to orchestrate it with the Chinese government. The Chinese government does not understand their art like the rest of us. That's the one thing we have in common with the Chinese government. I it took them eight years to approve it. And by the time the eight years like that happened, the two had separated. So they decided they were going to do an incredible walk along the entire Great Wall of China to meet each other in the middle. And then that was going to be their goodbye. But China still thought they were going to get married. They had things set up for their marriage, which was hilarious. But the two gave a press conference basically saying, this is it, we're done. And then they didn't see each other for 22 years. And she just got weird as hell after that. So now you understand whenever I'm saying weird as hell. As opposed to just regular weird. Exactly. I can't believe you're in here knowing this is what we're going to talk about. Yeah. If you want to chime in at any point, please, please feel free to do that. But, right. yeah, at that point, that's whenever she gets into spirit cooking and um, cleaning bones. I do understand. Okay, I don't understand it. I get where the cleaning of the bones, the cow bones, came from. There's an ethnic cleansing going on in Eastern Europe at the time. 
she that impacted her personally because she, I guess, knew people in that area and all this other stuff. She was sick of war. And so this is freaking weird. She sat on a pile of bloody cow bones um, for several days. I think it was four days and had this brush and tried to clean the blood off the cow bones for eight hours. But that was kind of a symbol of the ethnic cleansing and um, just the disgusting things that go on during war because it smelt horrible and there were worms looking out. This is the interesting thing. Well, I think that she and that guy lived in a van for a little bit, but it's my understanding... Actually lived in their van a lot, more than a little bit you know, through almost through the seventies. Yeah, so they, they they didn't want any possessions mm-hmm. until she that wanted demons. until she started wanting to have possessions. I, that was my understanding of their breakup is that he was more authentic to what they were seeking as far as Buddhism and like living without anything. But she was she cared more about possessions, which I think comes into play if you're going to try to say that she's a Satanist in one tower. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so she has, like, these other different unique performances. Spirit cooking was really awfully disgusting, uh, where she basically wrote a cookbook, and the recipes made no sense. So cut with the knife deeply into the middle finger of your left hand. Eat the pain. <laughs> yeah, that's a famous quote verse. Yes. Uh, she even put that up on a... I think in one of her performances, yeah, it was a wall on a wall with pig blood, painting with pig's blood. He is not happy, James. Did they not spell Helter Skelter? Uh, no, she didn't misspell. I wouldn't be surprised if she and Yoko Ono got along, though. That would make sense. Well, they were both performance artists. Um, morning urine sprinkled over the nightmare dreams. Uh, let's see. I don't want to read some of this because it's kind of gross. Spin around until you lose consciousness. Try to eat all the questions of the day or something along those lines. So she just have a little cookbook that she made, a little fun, casual, cute cookbook with those kind of things. It gets worse, but we're not going to read it. And that's what leads into later on us dealing with WikiLeaks and the people that were involved in that. But, yeah, I'm not really as familiar with her art after she and her boyfriend broke up, but I just know that it involved a lot of blood and more violence. And, again, her entire career has been, um, like, just completely submerged in self-harm and other people harming her and her being like, this is awesome. So the breakup took place on the Chinese wall. Yeah, it, just, it actually happened before that. But, yeah, they, they said that they were going to. I know where months. it happened. I know where they it happened. Month, took months for them to do this walk. Yeah. yeah I know where it happened. Mm-hmm. Up near Salinas. He was looking for his home and tried to find it. I don't know that one. Bobby McGee. Oh. That's what that song's about. Is it in China? Oh, that's what the problem is. They broke up in Salinas. Okay. Um, Yes. Thank you for that. But that happens. Then she gets really into death where she does uh, art with um, skeletons, like a lot of skeletons. She would, like, (laughs) dust the dirt off of skeletons. She decided she wanted to... Um, lay down with a skeleton on top of her, and then she would breathe. And as she breathed, the skeleton would move. And that's some way of uniting life and death. 
All right. We've never had a podcast where we just go through somebody who's insane. Is this heading to something important? Is well, there we a good jump to the... No, we don't need to jump. Just let me know that there is a reason we're studying this chick. Yes. Yeah, because... Okay, I'll take your word for it. You go it. I okay. think so. I just want to make sure that I wasn't going to hear for an hour of somebody this studying this. This is freaking yeah. weird. Yeah. So, the Ukrainian war. She's an ambassador. She, for who? Ukraine. Ukraine. So, we can start with that. Um, Wait. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so if she takes the side of Ukraine and she's satanic, then that means I'm now a Russian sympathizer. Yes. Well, Michael Knowles actually did make a, like he he made a thing about this five months ago, I think, and um I watched a little bit of it, but he did say I feel like Ukraine is just trying to make us be sympathetic to Russia for some reason, like and she's one of the reasons of it. Uh, but huh. That was nothing. Okay. But, yeah, so that's that's where some of the connection comes in. It actually starts off, again, with WikiLeaks. I've somehow lost the screenshot that I have of it. But she she wrote – oh, here we go. John Podesta. Y'all know that mm-hmm. guy. Yeah. Um, he – sorry. I have court in a little bit. So John Podesta, he had correspondence with – this woman, and she's basically saying, um, we're having spirit cooking at my dinner. I'm looking forward to it. Do you think you can join? Let me know if your brother's joining us. All my love, Marina. And um, it's interesting because she's tried to distinguish her Satanism from um, I'm sorry, her art from Satanism. So she, um, she tries to split it up, but at one point she was responding to questions about what's the difference. Like, how can you tell that it's not Satanism? And she basically said that you're performing it in front of people. That's not Satanism. That's, that's a form of art, even though I completely disagree. That's stupid, but that's interesting that she's doing the spirit cooking dinners, with these people because that's not in the public. That is the privacy of somebody's home, which is what she was saying is more Satanism. Um, but, but you're telling me she was an actual ambassador to who from, right? So she, she was fired by ambassador for Ukraine. They hired her. Yes. Who's who was she an ambassador to? Huh? The ambassador got a transitive thing. Who was she an ambassador to? She was in the United States. I think that it was, it might have been to the United States. Um, I, the the implication is she was a U, Ukraine ambassador to the United States. Yes. More like a goodwill ambassador, kind of like Angelina. Yeah, it's uh, somewhat, uh, gosh, the word on, just on, leaves on, me. Honorary title. Yeah. Thank you. Oh. Blaine. Yeah. But, but notoriety. Okay, so she was ambassador to the world. She's Nikki Haley. Okay, yeah. I got you. She was just, I got you. I got yes. you. That makes more sense. Okay. Um, yeah, so she's an ambassador. I think that she's supposed to be dealing with um, rebuilding schools in Ukraine. That was part of her her duties with them. Which, or labs. I don't know which. Yeah, we don't know which one it is. But then you see, again, some of the art that she's done as far as, like, there was a, a thing that she did. It was Ukraine Vogue. And holy, like, just go look at those pictures. But it's no. like, no, don't do it. This is my bump into it. Miss Ellis is not going to get me close. This okay. table keeps me from it. It heavily involves the sickle and cell and ram's heads and some younger Model who looks really 
um she looks like Wednesday Adams, but like a more grotesque version of it. And it seems to have a lot of themes of like torturing oneself and organ harvesting and human trafficking. Like it's just a lot of those kind of vibes. Um but that was with the body on a table, a, some somebody's on a table and there's symbolic organs that you eat from. That's the younger model that's on a table, yeah. Anyway. Yes, it's gross. It's very gross. That's a spirit cookie. I'd recommend doing it. But it is interesting because the younger model, um, she does at one point absolutely make a satanic symbol with, like, the one hand up, the one hand down. And, you like, if you try to say otherwise, that's freaking gaslighting because you can just tell, like, that's what's happening. So she clearly has those ties. She likes to put her hand up in a weird way. And um, that's done throughout several photo shoots. She's also had connections with Microsoft. Yeah, this is my fault. What? I should have sent Luigi back and I should have said no to this podcast. Oops. <laughs> well... So we're in it now, James, but I'm not sure. Do y'all want to go ahead and take over at this point? Can y'all do that then with the connection to Ukraine? Because I do have to go to court. You're welcome for dumping all of that. Yeah, I would dabble in this stuff, Sarah. I think you need to walk away from this mess. I wait, wait, wait. Okay, whenever you say dabble in it, it was you can you can go your whole life and not know. Let me tell you, the only reason I saw Carrie, I was tricked into it. Mm Hmm. And I did get up and leave. I didn't see the end until later. I, I finally pulled it up and saw where they tried to pull Amy Irving in the grave when she was sleep when she was dreaming. I don't like demonic stuff. I, yeah. yeah. I walked out of every demonic movie, and this is demonic, and this woman is evil. I just, don't wait. Like whenever you say that, like I understand what you're talking about, but at the same time, like it, like I've been praying every day. Like I prayed after. Like I went through all of this. Like I think that you can. You can separate yourself from this, but at the same time, acknowledge that it exists in the world. And it was like you're a one time. If your mind was pure, lovely, admiral, excellent, worthy of praise. Yeah. I, I, if your mind is already in the. <laughs> yeah, like if it's already there, then what's what's this going to do? Hey, so Yours, I, you know. You didn't bring into it. The whole Podesta email Hillary Clinton connection. That is what I brought. That's in. what he's getting ready to do. Yeah, so y'all are going to get into that. Do Good I luck. have to help me with this one? Thank you, Sarah. I think. Uh, I'm just going to let you know before I take off. My conspiracy theory with all of this, though, and you can just digest it a little bit. I think that she's the victim here. Um, I think that you have all of these people on the left who are trying to channel their energies and whatnot to get all of this power. But she actually just cares about the art. I wrote down two questions. Can you do you have a minute to answer them? Uh, hurry, yeah, if we hurry. Okay. Was her income derived from selling performance tickets and or sponsor ads to these I've, performances? I have no idea where her income is. She, her net worth is around ten million dollars, so she's very wealthy. Yeah. Oh wow. And for her performances one time, or they were like daily, weekly entertainment shows? She Most of the, most of them were one time. Some of them were daily, weekly, whatever. There was one that lasted months. That was the one that Glenn was talking about earlier where she was okay. staring at things. So, yeah, normally um, she's okay with people copying art. That's something that's unique with her is that other people, for instance, there was one show that she did where two naked people were standing in a, a skinny doorway. It was a female and a male, and you figure out which way people squeeze through. Do they look at the male or the female? Other people have replicated that. She's had discussions about whether or not she's okay with people replicating it, and she says, yes, I think that it's beautiful that art continues throughout the decades. So um, she would replicate some of them, 
but most of the time it's one time. Go put somebody in jail. Okay. Thank you, Sarah. Thanks, Sarah. Thank you, Sarah. And thank you for your service. Thank you for protecting us from bad people. Bye. Would you turn her speaker off or microphone? All right. Now. So Jay-Z donated money to her. In fact, she's had shows. Well, she had a show that was canceled, and she raised $2.2 million, and she didn't give the money back. Now what the, How's that angel when they make movies? They What do they call that kind of funding? Oh, angel. Crowdsource? Yeah, crowdsource. So she crowdsourced. That's how she got her money right there. Jay-Z and people like that gave her money. Crowdsourcing with high-level government officials. Crowdsourcing with very high-level Hollywood types uh, and the media. So uh, – yeah, well, or the blob, whichever one you want. Sorry, the blob, yeah. Uh, blob. So, Podesta, could you go through the emails that Podesta and him, and that, so allegedly she had emails with Podesta about, we're having spirit cooking, come on by, and he said, sure, something like that. Do you know that, Dwayne? Podesta's brother got an email and I think his brother forwarded it to Podesta. So you remember Podesta's email account got hacked because he had this password was password? Yeah. <laughs> and Trump, Trump got blamed for that? Yeah. Yeah, of course it was Trump's fault. And, and so in there, in that release of hacked emails from Mr. Podesta, his brother received an email from, from this uh, wicked woman. Ask inviting her to a spirit cooking and conspiracy theorists such as Alex Jones said, oh, it must be a satanic ritual. And he was trying to provide proof that the Democrat Party, specifically Hillary Clinton campaign, had links with the occult. Okay. And in, in a response to that. The, the what's her name the artist said it just depends upon the context so yeah. if you're doing occult magic in the context of an art or a gallery then it's just art and it's fine if you're doing it in a different context then um uh like spiritual circles private houses or tv shows it's not art so then it would be pure occult see but they had these parties, not in public, mm -hmm. these cooking parties, as it were. And so, like Dwayne said, I think earlier, she's contradicting herself for that statement. Uh, now, you, it's a who's who of Hollywood that's there uh, at these parties. And uh, they're all dressed up and, you know, fancy. It looks like a Hollywood gala. Uh, the way they do it, but you don't hear about them very much until recently when it's come out about spirit cooking because, you know, that, that's that been the buzz around there. But apparently government officials have been at these parties. Podesta, for sure, has been at least at one, um, his brother. And uh, Leon Podesta has a, quite a collection of very strange art that looks semi -erotic. it's erotic with young boys. Yes. Uh, and if you see it, it's really icky. Um, but you know, he's never really addressed that, but he does have quite a collection of that kind of art. And so that fuels the, you know, the whole, he's a pedophile that's also into satanic worship and blah, blah, blah. Um, and Hillary, you know, of course, or crooked Hillary, as our uh, former president likes to call her, 
um, has been linked with all this, this artist for sure. So if you stump that out, let's just say it's a, uh, what do you call it? Black maleocracy that we have. Mm-hmm. Uh, what better way is through, oh, this, we're going to see this wonderful performance artist. She's very famous. She's done a TED Talk. She has done a TED Talk, by the way. Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. And they all show up and then there's this body, a female, young female body that has not just sushi, but things that look like a heart, a liver, and you are to eat from that and you cut that and eat it off her body. Uh, I, I, you know, then that's how they introduce you. Right. That's how it gets into your mind, your, the worm. And then you're, you were there. And so they invite you back. It's real fun. You know, oh, it's avant-garde and fun. And that's how they, according to Alex Jones, of course, uh, lead you down the rabbit hole of satanic worship. So she does like murder mystery dinners, but with a real satanic twist, basically. Yeah. And if you're in that Hollywood circle where you think, well, I'm better than everybody because, uh, you know, because that's all the people that are around you. Think about it. All the people around you in a Hollywood circle just tell you how great you are because they want you to pay them. And if I want you to do a movie and you're going to make a lot of money for me, I'm going to tell you how great you are and how wonderful you are all the time. So you get bathed in that. Then you go to this this ritualistic satanic worship cult and you don't know it is that it's called spirit cooking and you have this performance artist who is very articulate and if you just listen to her you'd say oh yeah she's she's a good artist it's weird but she just wants the art the energy of other people is how she a puts shock, it. a shock jock entertainer right uh then they bring you into that now, all of a sudden, they say, you know, uh, we need you to, well, uh, send this money to Ukraine. You know, the ambassador wants you to. Uh, then we launder all that money, and we all take our share when we send it to Ukraine. And, yeah, they get weapons, but why are we even fighting, you know, is another reason. Uh, and we're fighting Russia to supposedly diminish their ability to fight, which it seems to me, and I don't know this, I'm no expert, but it seems to me that Russia has, you know, was sleepy and now they're awake and they're ready to go and we can't even produce bullets. (laughs) You know, uh, so there you go. Who got weak in that? Now, I know there's some people who got rich in that and a lot of them are military industrial complex kind of folks. And, you know, you've got, you know, we don't have any war to test our new fun toys, right? So the military's kind of involved in that. Whether, I don't think in a, a way, any other way that they want to protect America, but at the same time, once you get to the higher levels of that type of industrial complex, they're telling you the same thing. Oh, you guys are so good to do this. This is the best thing you've ever done. This is going to protect America. And you feed into that. <clears throat> then all of a sudden it's okay to, you know, well, I've worked so hard. I need to take some of this money, you know, because they're not really paying me for it. 
and that no one will ever trace it. And then all of a sudden it's, if you want the border fixed, we need to send $67 billion to Ukraine. Then we can fix the border, you know, just insanity. Right. And it's just, it, it, to me, it's a blackmailocracy. They're using this blackmail because they've drawn them in, and I think it's gotten much worse. All right, well, now Big Big Jim introduces this podcast, this Friday podcast, as with Charlotte, and with Charlotte has not said anything. Yeah, that's true. I'm just trying to hold up what Sarah signed us. <laughs> Did you condone this podcast? All right. It it all circles in with the adrenochrome and Hillary and Puma um, taking a child out in the woods and tying her to a tree and killing her and cutting her face off. And well, that's normal. <laughs> Hillary, that's for sure. Anyway, this is the kind of person, and it's like they said. The, so you had to paint the ugly picture to see how bad the people is that the Democrats are hanging with, commies yeah, are hanging with. Yeah, you don't have any conservative Republicans. Well, you succeeded. My stomach, I'm just upset about this. Uh, I, you know I don't like the uh, call. As if you need more things to dislike. She had three <laughs> abortions during her life. And her quote about it was that children would have been a disaster for her work and career. She would have been a disaster for her children. That's A sculptor that knows her, Nicola Pesic, says that this uh, witch has a lifelong interest in exorcism and spiritualism. So, All right. Oh, no, it's not about art. All right. So, so I guess I'm, I want to make sure I got this, is it that she is an influencer within – the left wing, the communist. Yes. Yes. Four years ago, Microsoft was releasing an updated version of their HoloLens software, um, and they were featuring her in the promotional video for it, and there was so much blowback from normal people that Microsoft said, we're pulling that ad due to right-wing conspiracy theorists harassing her claiming that she's a Satanist. Right. Now, they normalize their deviant behavior through the arts they always have. So that the uh, art in Podesta's house, all that weird art. It's not illegal. And no, it's not illegal. I, mean, I always say that, you know, that at the end of it. Well, it's not illegal. A little weird, but not illegal. Yeah. Bill Clinton in a dress. No, that was everything. Entertainers. You know, they do satanic garbage all the time in those videos, and they're trying to normalize. You know, the first one I remember video-wise, they started putting that kind of stuff. Was that a total eclipse of the heart? I know that was a child. That was a woman who was pedophile, but that was very demonic looking. That that was. And then Don? Madonna's video, like like a prayer. That was that was that was satanic. And and. That one, I will say, both of those caught my eye, but at the time, I didn't know the psyop. I didn't understand it. And that's that's how the, you know, that's how it starts. You don't understand the psyop. You don't understand what's happening to you. You think you're above it. You think you can't be swayed by it. Well, I do. I will say this. And I do believe this is going to get a little non-secular here. Um, I do believe that if you're Christian, it will. You'll see the repulsion. You'll see it repulsive. Yeah, I mean, they 
your Christianity, your relationship with the Lord is not as strong, but you are still Christian. Because I think there's a lot of people in that category. Uh, Jesus is so powerful in his benevolence, I guess I'd call it. I don't know how to explain this exactly, but his, he will save you if you want to be saved, even from this. Mm-hmm. I got you. Yeah. All right. So I'm, I'm a pilot. I haven't flown for a long time, but I did go through all the training, low hour pilot, only a few hundred hours. And one of the things that fascinated me that I learned early on was, you know, you have this backup instrument called a regular magnetic compass in your airplane. No matter how modern and electronic your plane is, GPS, all the other radios, the ones, the, the, things that work off of a vacuum that spins a gyroscope. All that stuff is great and fancy, but you always have a backup magnetic compass. Now, when that compass is bouncing around in the air, it's a little harder to read. And so right before you take off along the path on the on the taxiways to get to the runway somewhere, there is a pentagram. No, I'm joking. There is a circle. <laughs> There is a circle that has a line on it that shows you which way is north or which way is a particular degree of the compass that you can drive up to, get on, orient the plane with, and adjust all your other types of compass in the plane so that they match perfectly with what's painted on the actual ground while your regular magnetic compass is kind of still. You get everything lined up. Then you finish taxiing, do all your checklists, take off, start flying. And so you can always have your bearing, right? I believe that Jesus Christ, Christianity, is that alignment where we all get aligned with our moral compass in the same direction, not with each other, but with some standard. And I believe the New Testament and Jesus Christ is that standard that we tend to align ourselves with so we have an orientation of right and wrong, of ethics. And I believe that if you have any sense of Christianity, the Bible, salvation, and rightness and wrongness, this stuff is repulsive as can be to you. But I believe if you don't have your compass aligned, you can easily be drawn into the it's just art, yeah. and that's going to lead you down the path to hell, literally and spiritually. I don't know how to say this because I do admit this all the time. I do not get along with my mother at all. She was a good mother. I mean, she was very, very good. She understood that, and she made it clear you don't mess with that. In fact, she caught my sister, older sister, with her best friend playing with a Ouija board, and that Ouija board didn't make the the afternoon. It was destroyed. And that one of them's a very, very, very. I think Charles Marsh, I don't know if Marsh ever returned, but 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 her their friend did. Yeah, her friend did. <laughs> very, very close. Thank you. You know, from a personal aspect, I used to be into all this kind of dark stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, in other words, like I'll give you an example. Walking Dead is a show, and it is very dark. It is so well written, though. And I was watching it, and my wife said to me one time, she said, why do you watch all this stuff that's got to be affecting your brain? Mm-hmm. I thought, oh, no, it's not affecting my, you know, I got a real high horse on it. And it, it really was. 
I, I'm gonna say I've admitted this. I don't deny this. That that Madonna almost pulled me in. Charlotte put a stop to it. But it was slight. Started with you know those little uh, like you know like uh, it, was, it was Material Girls. The first one I saw hers in that video was fun story she tells in that yeah. video, yeah. right? And, and she starts drawing me in. Well, then I'm watching that like a prayer, and I actually learning the words to it. And she goes, "Oh, not in this house." And you know that's one time she stood up and said, "No, no. the closest I've ever come." Well, you walked away from it five years, six years later. You look back and you did I really watch that? Yeah, and I mean, that's, you know, that's where Jesus, I think, that's, you know, Jesus, God, Lord, Christianity for me, that's where the power is. Yeah. In other words, the power of good. And this is such an example of the power of bad. Oh. Of, yeah. Well, I do want to make sure I, that I tie this in because I will tell you this: that I did not like this podcast. Okay, it's probably my least favorite we've ever had. But I can say this: that, we, that you guys have done a good job telling me that there's a virtue in this thing is to say we needed to show how bad it was to show what these people are involved in and show what they'll go to, because there is still a large body of people who think that oh they wouldn't kill children. I think they would. You guys. You guys edited my podcast because I said that. Yeah. And <laughs> I, I, you know, I was in a different place too, James. Okay. I was kind of like, oh, they wouldn't do that. I was there. Mm -hmm. in, in the last, I'd say, six months, I'm thinking there's nothing they won't do. That they're evil. Let me say this. Those who would argue that it's just art, um, Art is, the definition of art is what it makes you think. Why would you add miracle grow to bad, negative, dark thoughts? Thank you. Yeah. Yes. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. That's what I was trying to say. And I was a little apprehensive about doing this as well. Uh, what was for me instructional is when I go on, I usually to, when Sarah does something, it seems to be about kids dying a lot and which, you know, I don't know why. Uh, so, or being tortured. But anyway, so this one wasn't about kids being tortured, but then I get into this lady's art and see what it is, but they make it, she did a TED talk for God's sake. On what? On her art. And if you listen to it, she doesn't talk about any of these satanic things. So you think, oh, well, she's a performance artist. That's a little weird. But then you'll see her name again. Oh, well, I'll look this up. And then it's a little darker and a little darker and a little darker. Gotcha. Charlotte, you were going to say something um. before Dwayne so rudely. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, but so, oh, oh, I know what I was going to say. So much of the art now include everything from architecture to um, uh, theater. I mean, not theater, but, you know, movies and music, especially the music videos. The the Super Bowl is just one big satanic halftime show for the most part. You know, they, they come out there and they look demonic but no we're not supposed that's not what that means that's not you know. and anyway but what i was going to say is if they're trying to normalize something as creepy and gross as what she's doing what are they doing you know what are they actually doing it's just and that with glenn it's your mind it's like it cannot get there because it just seems to violate everything. Definitely, but it can incrementally go well, down that path. You know, this probably is a topic for Wednesday, but, but you know, I semi-quoted one of the 
the verse is folk, but it, the whole thing basically says focus on what's true, honorable, correct, pure, lovely, admirable, excellent, worthy of praise. It doesn't mean you ignore it, the evil. It's just not what you focus on. So I guess that you'd say this podcast was to expose to the light. Expose the very dark, how, the, how the darkness starts. In, But is there apparently in spades for the Democratic slash Communist Party? It's there for anybody taking, and they're wrapping it and clothing it up in the color of arts. So beware. Young women, I mean, I hate to keep berating young women, but after the, you know, whatever halftime show or, or some performance, they were talking about, oh, how athletic they are. And wow, that was just great. You know, just but, but the whole time, I mean, Katy Perry is just wrapped in, you know, demonology um, signs. And it's so that justification is just so rampant in that herd mindset of, of some young people. In, in our time, and I don't know anything about them. But I can tell you in our time, they had a group called KISS, and that freaked me out. I would not watch it. It looked demonic to me. Now, they may not have been. They did. Why did why'd you do that? So they can walk out. Well, it's it's about guys who are semi-okay musicians who want to get a lot of girls. That's what I think, but that's me. That was, that was weird stuff. And they had they to put a that. lot of money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, sure they did. ELO ruined everything. Um, but I, I, I mean, I'm just serious. You don't have, you know, you, it, it, there, I doubt that you would even have known um, who sang Margaretteville just died recently. Jimmy Buffett. Jimmy Buffett. Would he have a chance nowadays? You never. There's no chance. I, you know, I don't know. I don't know because I do see uh, Lauren Dangle. I don't know. Okay, I've never heard of him. Why not? Her. Her. Lauren. Well, I've not heard of her. She's Christian. Well, I've not heard of her. Christian. <laughs> but she was big for quite some time. She was saying some songs that were, I wouldn't call them, they didn't say Jesus's name, but were about Jesus, basically. And it was such good work that she got on Ellen. And Ellen asked her what I think the song was about. She was about Jesus and all of a sudden cut. <laughs> uh, you would tell you something interesting, guys. At the Tech baseball game, both teams. You're seeing it. You have walkout songs when you walk out to the dugout, walk out of the dugout to the bat and you know, to hit or to pitch. Mm-hmm. They'll play your song. And more and more Christian music is being played as walkout. Isn't that crazy? Uh, there is a there is a, a study we're going to talk about. This. Uh, I've been meaning to talk about it on Tuesday or Thursday, showing that uh, young white males are becoming very religious and very conservative. Yes. Yeah, they uh, yeah, they are. Uh, <laughs> there's also evidence that, uh, and it depends on what you, who you talk to, that females, young, 20 females are mostly liberal. Mm-hmm. That's true. Cernovich, the guy you don't like. I didn't say I didn't like him. <laughs> I just said that he says the things I don't like. There's yeah. a difference. Well, he is a Cernovich. You talk to him. I do it. Yeah, you don't want to get on his bad side because that's Cernovich well, can yeah. argue. He can, he's, he's very persuasive. And, Things he said. His bully pulpit is bigger than mine. There was some vote on abortion. And he said, the Republicans need to get their mind around this. He goes, because America loves abortion. And I went, because you saw all these women yelling, yay, we have the right. Uh, I don't know. That's to me, you shouldn't say yay. You should say, okay, now we have the right. Let's not do it. <laughs> Have you seen that video yet of the guy walking around to, walking around um, 
it's a it's a it'd be an entertainment strip. So I would say, you know, like LSU over there where that all the bars are all right off campus, it'd be something like that. Mm-hmm. And they stopped at each person, young person, male, female. If you were female, they would say, Do you need males? If they went to males, they would say, Do you need females? And it was now I don't know how much they've edited it, but it was like ninety nine percent of the girls were going, No, I don't need a man. And 99% of the guys are going, yeah, I need a female. Yes, I need a female. Females are definitely being affected by some kind of a slob um, psyop. That You know what that sound is? Oh, It's been an hour and 15 minutes since we started. Charlotte's got to go to work. All right. Yeah, it was. It was. Um, I uh, Thank you, Charlotte. Yes, yeah. um, I'm sure. And I and and I apologize to any listeners who had to listen to all this occult stuff. But I guess I get you get that did make me. Realize that maybe there's a reason. But an hour is a long time to focus on the occult. Well, uh, hopefully we, the last at least 20 minutes, we weren't focusing on that, but uh, how it gets you. All right. Can you name, bye, Charlotte. Thank you. Bye-bye, Charlotte. Can you you name some people other than Podesta that would be associated with it? Will Ferrell. You know, it's amazing. Do you know how much I dislike him? I did not know that. I kept telling everybody. That's- I know he's been to a spirit dinner. Let's put it that way. Man, see, I keep telling you guys, I got this radar that picks that stuff up. All right, who else? Um, well, the Clintons, of course, uh, uh, because they're anything demonic. It seems like they show up or someone died or was suicided. Uh, they, uh, you know, it's not real clear. If you just go on the internet, who's been there and who hasn't? Well, who's Alex Jones say he's been there? He says CIA government officials, lots. Yeah. Now, Alex Jones has a very interesting delivery. It's very entertaining. I, I would point our listeners to the Alex Jones on Joe Rogan. They did a four hour podcast on this. No, but they did it on everything he's ever claimed, basically. And his Google guy was that there. average is pretty high, isn't it? Very high. Everything he talked about on that four-hour podcast that sounded like crazy, you know, whatever, just after he got canceled, they were looking it up, and and the guy that looks it up for Joe goes, yeah, that's true. (laughs) And Joe was even going, really? That's true? And it was all the stuff, and he says that, he doesn't think they are talking to aliens. He thinks they think they are because they're on MDMA. <laughs> they take, they go to these rituals and they take this MDMA and then they talk to, uh, you know, you know, aliens. And he says they're demons and they think they are demons. And he said, I'm not saying they really did. I'm saying that's what they think. And Joe Rogan being someone who's taken MDMA ecstasy. He said, yeah, I was talking to, that's very common. So this is something it does to your brain. But it's such a real experience for them, according to Alex Jones, that they believe it. And that's, that's, you know, a lot of people. And of course they keep it very secret. Just like we, we don't know the, uh, Epstein's client list. They have it. Sanders says he's going to release it. We'll see. You know, it's so funny. I hope you know it's so funny. He he is he, Glenn kind of pointed this out. He he he's one of the best governors we've ever seen ever in the state. He's one of the worst politicians. Yeah, it's kind of weird. He's competent in in a way that is 
the threads a needle that I've never seen before. So I thought, oh, yeah, he's running. He could be, you know, he could be the nominee over Trump. And then he just got campaigning and it was just he was just horrible. Um, the, this, the CIA, FBI, Five Eyes, the slob, blob, blob, um, Durable Cohen, those guys. First of all, do you guys believe that exists? This is Friday. Well, let, I want to know the let truth. me back up and answer a question with a question, and then I'll give you the direct answer. If you roll back to before Trump was elected, that year, year and a half leading up to it, what was that, 2013? Mm-hmm. Seems like a long time ago, doesn't it? He was elected six, twice, the election was in 2016. 20, yeah, 20, so 20, so 2015. Do you remember the year 2015? All the New York pizzeria child. We did a podcast on it. We did a podcast and, on it. And it PCA. just seems so freaking far fetched. There's no way possible that can be true. I bet all three of us today believe it's not only possible, it's most likely true. All right, if you'll remember, if you might put you were in the basement of that pizzeria, but there's <laughs> a lot of truth around it. Right, right. Now, and I think that was Alex Jones stuff too, wasn't it? Oh yeah. All right, so so th- we here's the funny well, thing. Why it got canceled in one part? Yeah. Here here's the funny thing about it. Big Jim, the, the James perspective is named after. It, it sounds so dadgum arrogant now because it's left. I'm the only James left. Yeah. But at the time, the three of us that started it were all named James, and J- Jim Jim Brawls was one of them, Big Jim. And Charlotte was doing that Conspiracy Friday thing, and she did the Pizza Gate, and he would go, Charlotte, listen to yourself, listen to yourself, <laughs> and he kept doing it over and over again. They got chased off Dwayne. <laughs> anyway, um, I agree with Dwayne that we at the time I was with Big Jim, Charlotte, you're off, you're freaking rocker, you can't order children like you're ordering. <laughs> You can't order children like you're ordering pizza, but apparently. Guess what? <laughs> you can. I'm laughing. It's not funny. It's, it's not funny. It's horrible. Right, so that's one of those topics again. I, I watched that movie and made myself go watch the child, that movie where he has to go to Central America and. and, and yeah. Uh, out of freedom. It's, have, it's funny how naive we were. Yeah. Except Charlotte. And, and you see, that's how they obfuscate it too. They make it sound so outrageous. Uh, when, you know, and it's so abhorrent to most people. Yeah, there you go. It's so abhorrent. You know, they don't abhorrent. I'm not saying that word right. I'm sorry, ladies and gentlemen. But it's so horrible to people that. Abhorrent? You said it right. Okay. That they can't even, they don't want to even think about it. That's the whole child, this child trafficking that's going on on our border right now is crazy. Let me tell you something. You know what they're doing? It's PSYOP. Because I've been saying this. Going to a prostitute, I think it's a big time sin. But it's two consenting adults yeah. having sex. And instead of just being friends or something, you, it's, it's a, it's a, it's an arm's length transaction. You just give it to them. Okay. Mm-hmm. They've made it illegal in most states. But when somebody gets arrested now for prostitution, they call it sex trafficking. Yeah. Of course. Why wouldn't they? They're playing it. They're trying to make you get to put that as the same level as child, which is yep. not. Desensitize you. Yep. And it, it makes me mad every time they do it. Some professor at a you know college gets picked up for sex trafficking. He got he paid he, somebody a couple of hundred dollars for a BJ. That's what that. I don't think it's horrible. I don't think we should do it. Yeah. Blah blah blah. But it's not. A deal. It's. <laughs> 
Oh God, it's not. It's not the same level as child molestation. You know, and it's, it's, no, it's not. It hits my heart a little different because of. Well, I mean, when I pick, when I think of sex trafficking, I'm thinking you're going to Bulgaria and picking up a girl and you're bringing her here and you're making her do porn and be here. That, yeah, that's sex trafficking and, to me. That's and, this and basically white slavery, right? In that movie, uh, uh Taken. That that yeah. sex trafficking. That's sex trafficking. But but a but a you know a drug addict in a, in Indianapolis who who is passing you know saying hey if you I'll do this for you. That's not it's wrong for you to do, but that's not sex trafficking. What's funny is it's a modern form of slavery, and yet slavery is supposed to be horrible because racism is synonymous with slavery, but yet. The very people that want you to think racism is the most horrible label somebody can put on you or that you could be is actually probably somebody supporting some degree of sex trafficking slavery. Yeah. Oh, I see. Yeah, you know, what I, I, I think, I, let me see if I got it. I'm not 100% sure of saying, I understand. You're saying that sex trafficking is slavery. Yes. But what about the what the reason I bring up this Indianapolis thing in Indianapolis about three or four or five it was before Christmas in between Christmas and, and Thanksgiving a a professor at a university in Indianapolis which I don't know what's there but there's one there he got picked up for quote sex trafficking. He was getting oral sex from a drug addict for like 200 bucks it was he paid for it. And they put it out there, his picture, and said sex trafficker. I don't think that's what you're talking about. She's slave. She's enslaved, but she's enslaved to her drug, and and he is a jerk for taking advantage of it. Right. Well, right. It's he just like a difference. It. It's like a difference between a dealer and a user. Yes. Yes. Yeah. But she is. She is. She is a slave. But it's the slave that the Greeks talked about. That no matter how free you make some people, they will enslave themselves to debt. To a uh, abusive spouse, to homosexuality, you're going to enslave yourself to something, and we see it all the time. You know, that's what sanctification is all about: is unslaving yourself from a various forces of sin. Mm -hmm. But, but that's not. That, I do think, and we've all agreed on this thing. You see, what I'm getting at is that that's not sex trafficking. That is taking advantage of a slave. I think it's yeah, it's different. Now, now, how how rampant is taking someone from another country? to the United States. The reason I doubt that, not kids now, wait, not kids. I do believe that's happening. But I believe that we have enough freedom in the United States to have sex that we are not trafficking this direction of adults. I think it is happening. Why? Because it's profitable for the people who do it. They want to do it with somebody who's not re who's reluctant? No, they they think about it. The, there's no you can go to wherever they are, and it's a European woman that, you know, you might not normally see. It's a new thing. Bring them here? Yeah, bring them here. What do you think, Dwayne? Yeah, that happens just, uh, uh, just as much as sex tourism. Probably sex tourism is more popular than than mail-order brides, so to speak. All right, all right. Well, so, so I'm going to agree with you now. That they, we, that Americans go there to do things we can't do here. Right. right. Is it the Philippines that they do that? One of Where is it? Thailand. Where is it? Thailand. Thailand. But that's, that's where they did. That's children. All right. 
and, and, and if Glenn went to Thailand on a vacation by himself, I would not be friends with him anymore. I wouldn't even ask. Well, I would just know, say, that's it. I'm done. Can't be a white male and go to Thailand without that. Stigma be attached. Yeah. So, so I agree with that. Now, what you're saying, mail order brides. Now, I, I, I'm not against that, believe it or not. The, the, I know, I know of ugly farmers can't get a girl and they go to, Russia or wherever and bring back these girls and they do divorce them as soon as the law allows them to do it. But they had companionship for however long. That's prostitution. I won't deny it, but I don't know that we should be regulating that. I agree. I think also this mail order bride thing, there's a lot of scam. Oh, absolutely. In fact, you go over there. Let me say something. Yeah. Because three in a row, when I was doing, before Sarah took over the immigration side of it, three in a row, they got ripped off. Yeah, I know. that. that that's basically what that is. But but one did. In fact, I bet me to check see if he's still married. All right, so going back to it, do you think that, the, all right, I, we, we all agree then that there's probably, in fact, we know it's true, that there is sex trafficking going on, taking children from other countries and bringing them here yeah. to the perverts. That's the Pizzagate, right? Yeah, but it's yeah. It was happening. It was happening before. But what has happened since our current administration got into place is those people that enjoy making money and also sampling their own um, manufacturing, um, right, so to speak. I'm trying to be polite here. Have found the Biden administration to be very useful and a profitable expansion of their business. Ah. Uh-huh. I got you. And I think there's no control over it. You know, I think I think there is control over it. I think no, no. I'm talking. I'm talking about okay. Uh, all right. What I mean is, is that it, it's there's no way for us to track it. Correct. Uh, by design, and I think that um, we have indicators are working with the CIA. That's what I think, and that's why the border's still open. We have indicators of it, children that have come through once, um, and then they designate in their documentation, oh, they're going to be assigned to these adults that are going to live in over in New York or whatever. They show back up at the border a year later or several months later. They're being recycled, yeah. moved around, trafficked. Yeah, and so I'd like to get off this. Yeah, yeah, well, I'm trying to – I'm trying to – yeah, I agree. I'm trying to get my my understanding of what's going on. You guys have clarified some of it I, because I'm like you. I don't think about it. I don't think about that cult. I don't. But I will tell you that we must protect those children. Yeah. And and so you have to. That's why I went to the movie. You have to make yourself aware that it's going on. I did not. If that movie's even close to being accurate, it's so bad that I can't. It's not even close. I mean, so imagine down the road, Donald Trump. Let's what's the name of that movie? Let's let's pretend Donald. Go ahead, sorry. I, I wanted to get that movie out and say somebody so know what we're talking about. I'm sorry. Down the freedom. Down the freedom. Now, Dwayne, yeah. I'll shut up and let you talk. So Donald Trump, let's say he gets an office. There's going to be a lot of mess to research, investigate, and clean up. And people that just like us, it turns their stomachs. But somebody is going to have to do it. Yeah. It it turns my stomach. I want to just so everybody knows this. It turns my stomach that that professor took advantage of that young lady. Okay, it, it turns my stomach. The difference is she did it to herself. And so I get that. I, I, I That's why you say, hear me say, I don't want to make her a criminal either. Let's um, let's let her 
fit treatment and don't make it illegal because it's just crazy. But um, these children have no choice in it at all. And even if they say they do, they don't, right? Mm-hmm. So so what I guess I'm, I'm asking, the other one, to, to finalize it up, I agree that it's happening with the children. Do you really think that they're bringing in women from other countries to the United States? I'm talking adults. Taking them off the streets, kidnapping them, bringing them here against their will. Okay, I think they think they're not. They're going to have a job in America. Uh, then they get here and the they go, oh, "Here's your job, darling." False pretenses. Yeah, and then they've got. Do you have any evidence of this? Anybody say? The top of my head, yeah, I have heard people say this. I have heard, seen reports on this. All right, so so there was a movie. If you look at the media, how do I know anything's true? Let me inject this. So I've been a long-time listener of Glenn Beck 15 to about seven years ago. I would listen to him daily or several times a week. And he had many different programs, many different personalities and and, uh, people on the radio and, and TV type station. Well, a small subset of his circle have their own organization that they've created to rescue traffic women and children. And a big part of their donations go to this group that they've created that now encompasses people outside of the Glenn Beck circle. And it is a big rescue op. In the United States. Yes. Where they are rescuing people on a daily and weekly basis and getting them out of being trafficked. And so, yes, all of this stuff we're talking about has been confirmed over and over. You just don't see it in the frontline head headlines. Right. So the guy that played Patton, something Scott or something like that was his name. He played in that George. movie, Patton. Um, George C. Scott. Maybe. George C. Scott. That's all right. He, he made a movie after Patton. About his daughter got kidnapped and put into the porn industry. Mm -hmm. And the movie basically was to expose how evil that business is. It's not like these girls go to a job and just apply and they become porn stars. It's more than that. That, that, that The way they suck them in, the way they they treat the women, everything is was back core to that movie. But one of them was that, that they were bringing in people from outside the country and killing them. That was part of the sex. That was they were they would actually commit murders. Snuff films. Snuff films. I didn't know they had a name for it. Yeah. Is that real? Well they just found one in a sixteen year old girl, wasn't it? In Florida? Under a mobile home? Concrete? There's two there's yeah. Now I think probably they are, but also people's in the industry, say most of them are faked. All right. So Michelle Malkins, you know who she is. She yes. is a conservative commentator. Michelle Malkins' niece was taken. She disappeared like that. Never heard from her, seen from her, anything again. When I saw that, I wondered if that wasn't what you call it, snuff. Well, uh, I, so can't let me tell you I don't want to go down this road. I know something here that is just way horrible. So, anyway. so, so let's. Let's talk about the most vulnerable right now. We've got what? Let's just throw a number out. Maybe 10 million women and children have, have come in in the past three and a half years. Yes, it's amazing. And how little documentation we have of their birth certificate, their real name, where they're from, any way to verify any of that, where they've gone to keep track of them. 
supposedly they've been given some papers and they've been they've told our federal government here's where I'm trying to go to and then they're told well when you get there here's who you contact to get a court date and all that they never show up right lose them. how easy is it for predators and sick and vile evil yep. people to do with them what they want and then snuff them out afterwards and us to never know. Yeah. I think they're the most vulnerable group group of people right now in the United States. Governor Abbott said something yesterday that just it's really profound on several le- levels. He was telling Trump at Eagle Pass yesterday in front of reporters, and he kind of wasn't facing the reporters at the time. It was almost like just a, a side conversation, almost, you know, with a hot mic moment. And he said, people don't drown on bridges. The administration has a policy that encourages swimming the river right now. Did you see that video that, that uh, it was on? Um, I only checked two places yesterday, and both of them pundits, Insta Pundit and Gateway Pundit. But they had a picture of him. I think is what you're talking about. He was giving a speech on the border. You could see some Army people behind him. I'm sure some of it's detailed, de- you know, his detail, but security detail because he was so close to the border. Right. But they had that barbed wire. I didn't realize that they have it where you really can't even get on the shore. It's it's right there on the very water's edge, that, that wire. And that's where he was standing. Yep. And some people with that many, the president, the the, the army people there to, to protect him, the just whatever the detail is from the blob that protects him, what do you call Secret Service was there? Yeah. Yep. Protecting him. And people right there. With all of that authority to stop it, cross that river. Yep. Right there. Was that staged? Could have been. Could have. He waved at him. Now the thing is, Trump waved at him. What he could, what could have been done is they knew people were going to cross here. They told everybody, "Don't stop them." So we can have the visual. He waved at them. Well, when you look at the numbers that's been crossing for the past three years, why would you doubt it wasn't spontaneous? It could be spontaneous. I would have had some common. No, I would have had some common sense. I'd go, is that Senor Trump? You know, (laughs) they may not know, James. I mean, they're from Africa, China. All sorts of other places. That was Mexico. the most the real thing. If you if you haven't seen that, your listeners and you haven't seen that, you go find that and see it. Yeah. Now the best video that that's come out. I know we got to go. The best video that I've seen yet in the last month or three was when me and you and Trump met. Guys, if you study body language, that's got. I mean, I'm not saying I'm a real. I'm I'm amateur study body language, but as a lawyer, you've got to know a lot of that. That 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 Argentine invaded Trump's space. Nobody invades his personal space and he did it and it was the funniest thing trump almost was leaning back like olive oil yeah <laughs> did you see that video Dwayne? yep what did you think of that video i i didn't get out of it that trump was offended by his space invasion i don't know about offended he was taken off guard yeah i mean i think you know in argentina that's kind of way you you, you know like sarah told us that yesterday at lunch that's you know she got so used to kissing people on the cheek in mexico. came back to, from mexico that she you know but in argentina that's what you do you go in for a hug that's just the way it is so no no i don't think he was ever offended he just was caught. I've he never seen him where he was the one off guard. He was the yeah. one that was having to adjust to the other person's stuff. Because they had that famous vote. Famous, I love it. When he goes to shake uh, 
Putin's hand, mm-hmm. and Trump's so much bigger than Putin. He just yanks and grabs that hand and yanks him to it. He, he dominates all every conversation, yeah. every encounter. And me and you was just totally oblivious. He was literally starstruck. You can see, you yeah. can see that, that me and you was starstruck. He was happy to see him. Yes. <laughs> he was starstruck for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, I'm just saying I would love to see one of those guys that are experts on all that. Cause there was, I'm sure there's stuff that, that I didn't even pick, but he, he I'm telling you, Dwayne, Trump was caught off guard. He did not expect that. And he leans back like, you know, you're in my space. But he, no, I don't think he was ever no. offended by it at all. He I wasn't think he loved upset about it. No. He just, just took him off guard. Took him off guard. Yeah. I've, I've watched that a hundred times because it was so funny. <laughs> all right. Well, I do know something that would help us get through all this negative talk that we've had. Something better than taking a shower? A burrito at La Bamba? That could help, but not as much. <laughs> that if you went to the PJs in Houghton, Louisiana, sat down in their wonderful clean dining room where it's very peaceful, wonderful music, had a delicious aromatic cup of coffee, a pastry, you can have breakfast, there's lunch, there's uh, Zap Chips, there's all-natural Red Bull, there's all... Uh, you know, boosted teas in a wonderful environment uh, where you would be able to decompress from all the negativity and think about Jesus. Okay. I can't, I can't say it. Listen, I enjoyed it, guys. It was a lot of fun. And we will be back Monday. Mm-hmm. We are going to talk about the immunity uh, litigation. They accepted writs uh, to Trump's yeah. file for writs claiming that he has immunity in the D.C. litigation, and the Supreme Court said, okay, you know, by taking that, they've got to certify that there's a chance that it's going to be overturned. So that does mean that somebody's going to, at least one of those, sometimes it's unanimous. Yeah. You know, well, you know what it is? It's usually unanimous overturned. So in other words, you hardly ever see him take risks where the, where the, the losing side gets no votes. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. It's almost always, it's almost always at the winning side. Yeah, you're right. So anyway, you, in other words, you you see it a lot in 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 uh, uh, Amendment Two, the Second Amendment stuff. A lot of times it's unanimous. All right, look, guys, I I, I that's what we're going to talk about. Community Monday. Right. Thank you guys so much. It's always fun doing this with you guys, and we won't come back to the cold for a long time. There you go. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye bye.